Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning and welcome to Going Greyhounds on your Thursday, February 15, right here on Sky Sports Radio. Simon Orchard with you each and every week. And as always, some big feature racing on in the next few days for you to really dig your teeth into. Uh, Greyhound Racing New South Wales board member Kevin Gordon. He's about seven minutes away. He'll talk about the Robert Smith Memorial Maiden Final on Saturday night, a race near and dear to Kev's heart. Uh, and it's a belter of a final field as well. So cannot wait to talk to him. But first up this morning... Lisa Helmuth is a busy lady, swimming with a grandson, dentist visits with a mum, and now a stint on Sky Sports Radio with me. Morning, Lisa. Good morning, Simon. How are you going? Yeah, I'm great. Uh, thanks for taking some time to jump on the show today. Let's talk about Swindled. He'll go around in the Bull Eye Gold Cup final. The heat run, gee whiz, he was like a bumper car, wasn't he, Lisa? <laughs> yeah. Look, he um, he's not that great coming out of the box, but if he gets a bit of room, he does take off so when he doesn't come out real quick and he doesn't get a lot of room he tends to yeah get into a bit of trouble but he just keeps on bullying his way through which he did last week which was great i think you've summed that up perfectly he really did show pretty good race sense honestly he got knocked around three or four times but still found the rail and ran home pretty well behind got the feature it's a wonderful final lisa if you look at the market at the moment it basically tells the story. Every single runner is in single figures. I'm not sure I've actually seen that in a feature final uh, at all. Uh, Zipping Megatron, current favourite, 440 with the tab, almost broke the record in the heats. Your bloke, $8. He'll jump from box two. What do you make of the draw and of his opposition? I love the draw. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> um, box two's always been really good for us in finals, and given that uh, Swindled likes the rail... Um, yeah, really happy that he did draw box two. Tell us a little bit more about this dog, Lisa, because it hasn't been smooth sailing the whole way through. Some injury setbacks. He sort of bounced around between kennels before coming back to you. Can you tell us about his early journey and what his career's been like to date? Yeah, so um, we thought we'd have a bit of a break from greyhound racing, so we gave our few race dogs and swindled, who was um, being pre-trained to... Um, a trainer who uh, was having issue health issues and um, kept giving the dogs back. So when he gave them back the last time, we only had two kennels and three dogs. So we kept the race dogs and gave um, the dog to another young trainer to play around with. Um, oh, mind you, and I forgot with, when he was with the first trainer, he had torn an Achilles. That was another mm. reason why he gave him back. So we gave him to a young trainer to play around with because he only had one dog. And he raced him. He did really well with him. And then he did his other Achilles. <laughs> so he had more time off. Um, so we got him back. And then, you know, we'd done a bit of travelling and we thought, oh, we might as well just play around with him ourselves since we were back. And he has just improved out of sight. Um, since he's come back from his second torn Achilles and been in our kennel. So he's really surprised us, actually, because um, I thought he was going to be handy, but some of the times he's been racing, um, uh, for instance, at Bendigo, Geelong and Hillsville, um, you know, they, they were like group times that he was racing. So hence the reason why we thought we'd give him a crack at bull eye. <laughs> 
You're listening to the voice of Lisa Helmuth. I tell you what, it's a testament to the wonderful training performance of of yourself and Keith. I reckon, Lisa, you mentioned some of those times. Twenty five. Four five at Geelong fullback. I think I read a quote that says, "How do you get beaten running that time at Geelong?" Yeah, That's just yeah, stiff, just to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> we were a bit unlucky because he he did have box three, and he did get knocked at the start. Um, so he was a fair way behind the dog in the lead. Um, the dog in the lead. When I spoke to the trainer after that race, said that dog was lucky to have the red box. So um, you know, if it was the other way around, we might have run. Um, uh, run quicker than his 25.45 because he did get knocked at the start. So, um, And then he did his 23.40s at Bendigo, which we were very surprised he ran that. <laughs> so he's, he's definitely surprised us with his time, but he does, he's, a, he's a trier, so he, he just doesn't give up. That's what you want if you're a punter out there looking for a bet in the Bulleye Gold Cup. Uh, Swindle yeah. jumping from box two, as I mentioned, $8.00. With the tab at the moment, also got a third to pass the buck. I think three back that was. That dog's gone on to win a heat of the Australian Cup and looks pretty talented as well. So there's certainly some good form around him, Lise. Uh, what about the Bulleye Gold Cup, Lisa? Does it harbour uh, maybe missed opportunity sort of memories, considering what happened back in 2017? Can you tell us about that? Uh, yeah, we had um, a dog, Bears Gold, um, that we were given to train, and he was a brilliant beginner. Um not so strong at the end, but, you know, we did get him running a good 450. When we got him, he couldn't even run 350, but um, absolutely brilliant beginner. Um, so he won his heat, and then in the final, walking to the boxes, I noticed his muzzle had broken. Um, so the muzzle I got was too small. <laughs> so I don't think that helped him at all. So, yeah, he was, I, th- I think he was unplaced that night, so it was very disappointing. Oh, I can imagine Lise making the big effort up. I think Keith was saying it's about 10 hours uh, to get up to Bulleye. But look, the the record on the South Coast isn't all bad. You obviously had some wonderful success oh, about a decade ago in the Dapto Megastar. Do you harbour good memories from coming up and racing on the South Coast of New South Wales? Oh, yeah, that was, that was our first Group 1. So we'd already... We had Peter Rocket and he'd won the Horsham Cup, which was a Group 2. And then we thought we'd give him a crap at Dapto and he'd never been there. Um, but he, well, Swindled was, is a bit like him. Um, you know, they can go sight unseen, but they will try, you know, they will just bully their way through the race. Um, yeah, and that was our first group one. Absolutely, like I cried that night. I couldn't <laughs> believe he actually won it. <laughs> but uh, that was a box you. two, mind you. That was a box two. Okay, so maybe a good omen there for the punters tomorrow night. Of course, you're in second with starter right behind well, an absolute superstar in good odds, Harada, uh, in 2019 yep. as well. So certainly some good results. And you've made the most of your trips up north most of the time. Uh, last question, Lisa, before I let you go. And again, thanks for jumping on the program. What would it mean to come up and win a Bulleye Gold Cup, considering it's a race worth 40K. It's a Group 2. It's been won by some pretty good dogs. But a Victorian came up last year and won it as well, making the trip is a big sacrifice, but if you were to win the Bulleye Gold Cup, how do you reckon you'd feel? Uh, well, I w- it, it would mean the world to us, but m- probably more so the son because um, our son's half-sharing um, swindled as well. So I am so <laughs> hoping the dog wins, more so for him, um, so he can he knows what it's, what it's 
feels like to actually win a cup. So oh, wouldn't that be good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good on you, Lace. A really good family story. There's plenty of them in the game. We see a lot of um, a lot of the sons and daughters out there following in the footsteps of their parents. They cannot wait to see Swindle go around in the Bulleye Gold Cup. It's tomorrow night at Bulleye. It's race eight on the card if you want to have a play. Number two, Swindled for Lisa and Keith Helmuth. Hey, I really appreciate you jumping on the show. I know you've had a busy morning. You've got an appointment to jump into. So thanks a lot, Lace, and travel safe. Thank you. See you later. Bye. There she goes. What a pleasure. Lisa Helmuth with Swindled going around tomorrow night. We'll take a quick break. Uh, Kevin Gordon coming up on the other side. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report. Grab the team, hitch the caravan and head for the beach in the seven-seat Isuzu MUX. Visit your local Isuzu ute dealer today to discover the range. Sydney, Mount Cola, they're clearing a crash on the M1, affecting traffic in both directions near Karingai Chase Road. Seven Hills, a semi-trailer broken down. Old Windsor Road northbound, approaching Powers Road. And Brisbane, Parkinson, a car broken down. Logan Motorway going eastbound. You'll love Cruising Princess for 14 nights from $1,799 per person. Twin share, Princess, come feel the love. Visit princess.com. I'm Ian Wallace. That's traffic on Sky Sports Radio. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Yeah, welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Simon Orchard with you as always on your Thursday morning. Now, the Robert Smith Memorial Maiden, it's in its third year. It's a wonderful race that honours the legacy of a former great in the Hunter Valley training ranks. And Kevin Gordon, he's one of the main forces behind the concept and he joins me on the program now to have a talk about the race morning kev yeah g'day simon how are you Uh, i'm good mate i'm good hey let's start by talking a bit about your great mate robert smith he sadly passed away a few years ago at just 68 years of age i'm sure you think about him often kev but especially around this time of year yeah, look, absolutely, and I keep in close contact with Debbie and uh, his wife and, and the family, and, you know, we were great friends, more than more than a greyhound trainer and, and an owner, and um, that, that sort of came second to us. So, yeah, look, it is a sad time, but um, we try and live on uh, Robert's, Robert's uh, uh, you know, um, his ability as a greyhound trainer and his reputation by, by having this race uh, every year. Mate, you talk to trainers and participants around this time of year about Robert, and they say he's often, you know, a softly spoken man. What do you remember most about your good friend? Well, well, he was different with me because we used to sort of every second day catch up a cup of coffee at his place or his or, or my place, and we just have a yarn. But definitely at the racetrack, he was uh, a non-drinker, uh, and he would uh, he would just sit in sit in the stand, watch the dogs go around, and he said something to me that's always resonated to him. He said. Kevin, the minute they run into the catching pen, I'm thinking about what to do to them, get them ready for the next start. Um, and that's the type of person he was. He, he would uh, never shirk his task when somebody asked a question. He, he would uh, always help people out and go out of his way. So he was that type of person and um, a great trainer too, a brilliant trainer, probably one of the most successful trainers the Hunter Valley's ever seen. Um, and, but that, he was certainly a quietly spoken person at the racetrack. Well said, mate. The race, it's worth $20,000 to the winner, of course, proudly partnered with Multicam. I know you've put up um, put up a bit of that money as well, Kev, so good on you. Hey, let's just dive back through 
the history books before we talk about this year's event. The first year, it was taken out by French Martini. I think everyone knows the heights that she reached. Embrace ran second. She's a Group 1 winner as well. And Vamoose, who won the Thunderbolt last year, ran third. That was just the first year. Uh, last year, you've had some really good dogs come out of it as well. What does it mean to you in the first two years, Kev? Yeah, look, look. Um, sometimes you can look at these races and say that the, the number of heats are a bit disappointing. Like back in the day when we had the Dapto Maiden and, and the Laurie Helian at the Gardens, yeah, they have eight or ten heats. But that was that was you know that was yesteryear, and we can't ponder on on what used to be. You know, we're moving forward as an industry, and and certainly um, what we're getting now is the quality dogs. Um, so yes, like French Martini, what an outstanding bitch she was, um, and she went on and uh, she broke the track record. I think uh, a number of starts later when she won the blacktop. So that's the class of ground. And, uh, mate, you never know. We might see the record go on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that record. French Martini first, Greyhound to go under 29 seconds. And I tell you what, Kev, Mr Peregrine for Jane and John Carruthers absolutely flew. Uh, 29.14 in the heats, the fastest ever maiden run from a dog at the gardens of course power and glory had the big spruik on it for kenny burnett as well they both go into the final what do you make of the final field this year yeah well there's two scratchings already the, the red and the the one dog and the four are already out so the two reserves will go in there um, i don't think that'll affect the result um look um power and glory for ken barnett as you said it had all the big wraps on it and i know when it trialed there it trialed actually quicker on the same day than mr peregrine um, but if you watch the run, he was he was uh, he was he was a little bit all over it, like a drunken sailor, and just a learning greyhound, a maiden having his first start in a full field. So, and I mean, his run was outstanding to run second. So, so certainly uh, poorly drawn in the five box, but um, you know they cannot discard power and glory. And then of course, Mr. Peregrine put his put his best paw forward, and we saw what he could do. Box seven again, but I mean, if he begins, um, he'll be hard to beat. But look, the, the dog. That's going to get under uh, under a few people's guard is is, is probably um, uh, uh, Euphoria, Craig Craig Chaplow's dog. Um, I mean, it's gone 29.50, and we're not even talking about it. Um, a maiden to go 29.50 around the guards or 29.49 is incredible in itself, and uh, it's been overshadowed by these others. But it's well drawn. Its first section was considerably quicker than anyone else's. It went 4.90 to the winning post. It probably leads. Um, and if the other two dogs get into a little bit of trouble, um, it'll certainly be the dog to beat. Yeah, you're spot on. Kevin Gordon's my guest on Going Greyhounds this morning. You mentioned Euphoria uh, debuted in the Future Stars Maiden at the back end of last year, and I know Craig was a little bit disappointed with her first couple of runs, had a little throat operation in the last month or so, so maybe that's been the tonic to turn the corner for Euphoria, boxed uh, in number three for the Robert Smith Memorial Maiden on Saturday night. Uh, Kev, if we move away from that race in itself, what about your stock at the moment, mate? We know you're a, a wonderful supporter of the sport. A lot of uh, breeding goes through through your family. The Lockenbard dogs have been so successful over the years. You got any good ones running around at the moment or potentially in the next 12 months? Yeah, look, uh, right at the moment we've got, got a handy puppy. He's no champion, but he's a very good dog trained by, by good friends of mine now, Michael and Michelle Lil, Lockenbard Tiger. He won. He's, uh, he, he won again at Richmond on uh, Monday, which which was four in a row for him. Uh, he's just a little bit uh, suspect at the end of 500 metres, but Michael and Michelle are doing a super job with him. I think he's had 13 starts for eight wins, so he's going nice. Um, he he, uh, he he's only 25 months old, so we're just hoping he gets that little bit stronger. But he's got brilliant early pace. He's very very quick early. 
Um, so so he, he's okay, but we've got some nice litters. Uh, we've got a Barsha Bale litter that we've got high hopes for, got a jungle juice litter, um, got a, a litter out of uh, Michelle Sultana's good bitch, uh, Mrs. Mouse. So so we, we've, got, we've got quite a few coming through, um, and uh, you know we'll try and pick the eyes out of those. And as I do, I sell off-breaking in, and it's really exciting that as I sell a lot of pups, they go on and win good races, and and I'm I'm really uh, really happy to see that because uh, I don't want too many racing. I just just sort of want uh, you know a couple down with Ruth King and, and a couple up with uh, Michael and Michelle and and uh, move the rest on and and hopefully they go on and win plenty of races for other people. Very well said, Kev. I'm just going to pin you down, mate. A tip for the Robert Smith Memorial, mate. Is it Mr. Peregrine or do you think there might be an upset? Look, um, certainly, you know, Power and Glory and Mr. Peregrine are probably the fastest dogs in the race. But the way they're boxed, um, you know, I'd probably head towards Craig Chapelow's dog knowing it's going to lead. All right, so the three dog euphoria, I think it'll lead. And look, if one of the other two dogs is sitting on its hammer down the back, it'll probably get beat because Mr. Peregrine ran home very quick in court dead. But, you know, it's uh, it's a maiden race. They're, they're poorly boxed. The other dog's going to lead. And there's no better place to be in any race, let alone a maiden final, than in front. Yeah, you're spot on, especially out on the arm at the gardens. Kev, a wonderful race. It's a great um, testament to Robert Smith's career. Of course, family will be on the track, I'm sure. I'll see you Saturday night, mate, but thanks for joining us on Going Greyhounds this morning. Thank you so much, Simon. See you Saturday night. There he goes, Kevin Gordon, the Robert Smith Memorial, mate. And as I said, worth $20,000 to the winner and going off on Saturday night. It's race seven on the program. Haven't seen a market yet, but I doubt that Mr. Peregrine won't be favourite for that race. Euphoria the tip for Kevin Gordon. Some best bets around the state just quickly today. Gunnedah, race four, number one. Little Miss Ando, that's Gunnedah, race four, number one. Dapto tonight, 4-1 as well. Skedaddle Tommy coming off a good win uh, at Nara on Monday night. The Bulleye Gold Cup tomorrow. We heard from Lisa Helmuth earlier. I think Nangar Larry's going to be hard to beat. That's race eight tomorrow, number seven, Nangar Larry. And then I like Power and Glory in the Robert Smith Memorial Race 7, number 5, to atone for that heat run last week uh, at the Gardens. That's going greyhounds for another week. Stick to thedogs.com.au for all the reaction from our features over the next few days. Good luck on the punt. And until next week, hooroo.